So we want to briefly look at dealing with demonic manipulations and intimidations. I don't think there's any chief for that one. Dealing with demonic manipulations and intimidations. Amen. <laughs> Obunsam nadani fidia osun na ojo tata doko shemuno enuna ye di hu juma anopai amen i pray for the spirit of understanding for everyone here in the name of jesus christ and for as many as are watching us today as the lord his grace will abound upon every such person for deeper understanding to these things what we don't know, the enemy can use to confuse us. But we won't let any devil do anything against us. Amen. Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, please have your seats. Thank you. Amen. 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 Hey. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 all the way to 41. Can we have that one projected? Matthew, Matthew chapter four. Matthew chapter four. Oh, did I say Matthew? It's Mark. Mark. Thank you. Mark chapter 4, verse 35. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, that is Jesus said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm, a great windstorm arose. And the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Great windstorm arose sprang forth like that from nowhere there was an eruption windstorm and the boat has started filling but he was in the stern that's the backside of the of the boat asleep on a pillow and they awoke him and said to him, <laughs> Oh my God, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Can you imagine people who lacked understanding of the operations of the Lord you were working with? 
now coming up with the kind of question that accused him. That's another manipulation. Teacher, you, do you not care that we are perishing? That is to say, why are you sleeping when we are in danger? Who is talking about perishing here? But they are the ones that say we are perishing. And you don't even care. Now, if you have chosen perish, why must he care? You couldn't choose him. But you chose the windstorm that had the tendency to destroy you. And you are blaming him for sleeping. I remarked yesterday, yesterday I officiated a wedding at um, Achimota School. And when we were done, I was talking to some friends. And I said, when we do what is wrong and we begin to reap the impact, then we'll be calling pastors at night. We won't allow them to sleep. Even the little sleep that the pastor is having is also a question that somebody will have to, uh, let me bulldoze into his, let, let him wake up, let him wake up. But when you were going for your escapades, you did not take permission to go. But here, it was like what Adam did. You are the one that told us to enter this boat. That we should cross the other side. And instead of keeping yourself awake to watch over us, you are sleeping. And you know that anything can happen on the sea. And you don't care. They were human beings in a dimension you cannot describe. Anyone that don't really care about how much you say you are in Christ, if you are not filled with the Holy Ghost, and you are not moved by the Holy Ghost, the carnal dimensions you will manifest will amaze even the devil. Even Satan will be amazed. You don't wonder, what kind of person is this? These guys had been following Jesus as at that time they were not born again and number two, they hadn't gotten the Holy Ghost. So they were manifesting the nature of man without, without the Spirit of God. The first thing that came in was who to accuse, who to blame. And that is part of the devil's manip manip manipulations. If somebody will do a blackmail on you and make you feel so guilty that what must be done will not be done. Because if you do it, it will be said that you are the one that caused it. You came to follow me. It's not where I go that you go. Now we had a party feeding people. It is time for us to move somewhere. And there's storm. And instead of even going plainly to say, Master, please wake up. We need you here. No. Don't you care? Adam, where are you? <laughs> Have you eaten of that fruit? It says on me. It is not me. It's the woman you gave me. I didn't apply for that kind of thing. Did I tell you I wanted a woman? Yes. It is not good for the man to be alone. In the wisdom of God, 
getting that man a partner that he was enjoying. When challenge came, why are you asking me? Why do you want to blame me? Is it me? It is that woman you brought, you brought to me. When you think about some of these things that human beings allow the devil to use them to manipulate other people and to intimidate them. When you think about those, you won't do anything good to anybody. Where a person that you think you are helping and blessing will open his mouth and say something that will break your heart. And he doesn't care. He will say that with impudence. And then go away scot-free. If you press your case forward, he will insult you. Free of charge. And come and say, I'm sorry. After he has wounded you. Praise God. After he has wounded you. I have learned some of these things in practical dimensions. So I always say that I look at the frame of a person before I shout at that person. There are people who have challenged with understanding issues. So when you talk, they read negative meanings into it first before they realize not so and begin to think again. You call them alarmists. They are not alarmists. They are carnal. They have not been able to develop themselves well. So anything you say is a negative that they see first. Not positive. <laughs> one day I screamed on one lady. The first thing that came from her, I'm leaving the church. Okay. Why do you want to leave? He shouted. What did you do? Eh, what I did was not that serious now. It was not that serious now, but I did something wrong. But it wasn't that serious now. So he should have taken it cool. No, sometimes you have to scream so that people will hear you. If there are any wax in their ears, the wax will melt at your voice. And then they will hear. And then change. And things will be better. So when I do that kind of thing to you and you are crying, it doesn't do me anything. I'm not, I don't feel any guilt that you, you cry. No. No. <laughs> My wife is here. I, one woman was singing and the, the thing was off. off it was discord. A very serious one. So I, I got offended. And I, I just got down from the car. I said, take the microphone from her. So they went and took microphone from her and then service went on. I didn't know the person. I was new to the station. I didn't know the person. So after the service, let me just go around the building and see how the place is like. I met a lady, an adult, sitting down on the floor crying and then people were standing by her. Oh, it's okay, it's okay. So what's wrong with this girl? Lady, she's the one you shout. I said, ah, you were singing this chord and I told you them to take microphone and you're not even ashamed. Won't you come and thank me? And you are crying. Just get up and follow me to the office. Later, she became a member of our family. When we move on transfer, she followed us to that place. 
until we left her at a point, and there she got married. And that's where she's still living now. It was that shout that changed her destiny. Anytime she saw me, she would run away. So one day I called her and said, look, teacher, go and carry, pack a bag and come to my house. You are coming to stay there for two weeks. Come to the house. So <laughs> her mommy began to work on her, work on her, work on her. Did she change? So, yeah, I know what I do. I'm doing when I, I shout and you're angry, it doesn't matter. If you like, come and beat me. I'm half size. If you beat me, I'll push you down. And I sit on you. And every vision you have will disappear. <laughs> and you have fresh vision the vision of manpower. Glory to God. Amen. But these are the issues that come your way and you may lose focus. Instead of being a help now, you now become one who is afflicting other people because of what they said. But Jesus knew all men and never gave himself to any. When you woke up, he didn't talk to them. The same way the storm arose, he also arose. And spoke. That is what we see in that passage. Then he arose. In verse 39. And rebuked. The wind first. And said to the sea. Peace. Be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? That should let you understand that even in the school of knowing Christ, they were still at the elementary level. They have been following him, eating with him, chatting with him, listening to him preach. He will call them aside and give them stuff. And yet they couldn't make out the kind of person that he was. It was not their fault. It takes the Holy Ghost to give light and life to the spirit of a man for that person to be able to appreciate the things of God properly. So when somebody is not born again, and the person doesn't understand what you are saying, don't get offended because you were once like that. Amen. It's actually a question at all. I was so don't ask the person, why are, you, why are you drunk? Who else must be drinking? Well, you can't drink. By reason of what you carry on your inside, you can't do it. Now, that person doesn't have what you carry, so he's misbehaving. It's, the question is not, why are you drinking? The question is, 
I have something for you. Something that will turn you around. That gives you opportunity to talk to that person about Christ. But I would rather go on the offensive. Why are you like this? Why are you dressed like this? Why are you that? Why are you that? everything? Why, 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 why? Why? So every time you find someone who is wrong and you are the only right man, is that right? Amen. But take note of the trend. Jesus addressed the situation first. He did what? And then went to his people to rebuke them. At least you should have known that I won't be here and the storm will destroy you. It's not possible. You should have known that one. You should have known that one. I've told you before, I was on a flight with one of my bishops back there in Nigeria and we entered into one storm. The, the, the airplane was like one matchbox. So, so a little storm would be it was so frightening. And I turned to look at my bishop and he, is, he had his head on the, on the what do you call it, the headrest and the man was sleeping. I said, hey. Sleeping. Well, if he's sleeping, then let me also at least try to sleep. Uh, because he did here. Nothing will happen. Nothing will happen, I tell you. That's, that's the way to have faith in your leaders. That's the way to have faith. Anytime the bishop, the head bishop, the Sunday post sent a message that you guys are coming to headquarters, me, I, I never wasted my time to pray. No. Before you say come, you must have heard. So we go. But that day the thing was shaking everywhere. And I saw this man. So when they were seeing Jesus in the boat, how could he be there with you? And then the boat will capsize. And then you will die. The devil didn't allow them to see that one at all. He engaged them with the issue of death. I don't want to die. I don't want. All of you wives here, you must have faith in your husband too. Don't think that you because you pray more than your husband, that's all. It's, it's a lie. There is something about the husband by divine impartation of the Lord for that office of the husband. There's something there. There's a grace upon that man. Whether he's a drunkard or anything, there's a grace upon that man. You must believe it to work. Have it, would that thing work for you? Amen. Even if I am not alive, my body has no breath. My wife will carry my hand and put on herself and know that she's healed. You understand? Uh -huh. She knows that one. Put hand there. My mother-in-law will pick my, 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 my tape and just put it in. The moment she will hear my voice, I don't know who taught that to me and that kind of thing. Give me my picking. My picking. I, want, I want to hear my picking. I want to hear my picking. You know what I mean? They talk like that. 
It is an issue of faith in people. They are not your God, but you know they carry some grace. You have the whole Jesus, the one that created everything, in the boat with you, but because you don't know, my people go into captivity for lack of knowledge. They perish. So you are in a safety, a very safe place. You are covered, but you think you are not covered. You must look for something else to cover yourself. So when they say peace, go. He said, no. I have to look for the one who will see something for me. And they will always see for you, I tell you. They will always see for you. And they will never see that you are prospering. They will see that there's a problem somewhere. I see a coffin. If you see a coffin, where is the coffin going? Did the coffin tell you where it's going to? Little knowledge. I've shared one with you. There was a carpenter, a young man in the church in Kumasi some years ago. And um, we have gone through all the teachings about anointing and the mountain, the rest of them. And one prophet wanted to confuse him. He said, go and buy oil. No, he began by saying that I see somebody standing behind you in white garment. He is a huge person. He said, yes, I know. I know. That's Jesus. He said, there's somebody abroad who is coming to take it. He said, there's nobody abroad. I'm the first. All of them are looking up to me. And then the woman said, you are challenging my prophet. The prophet now says, you go and bring oil. He will pray over. He said, our pastor taught us how to pray over the oil. I don't even want to pray. When I buy it, I bless it. And I go forth to use it. And that's how the woman took her job from that young man. Two weeks later, the woman was robbed by the man. Finito. That young man triumphed on the wings of knowledge and faith the people that he saw as their leaders. One major challenge that many of you have to overcome is the level of understanding you carry in the things of the spirit and how you receive your leaders and value them. <laughs> how you receive them and value them. You know, maybe one day I have to teach you some of these things. When you don't feel okay in a congregation, the best thing for you to do is to leave. Than not trusting your leader, respecting him. When you get to a point where you cannot believe in your leader, leave. Because you're no longer covered by that man. He may not know, but you know it. As long as you are there, then do all you can with your heart. Look beyond that man and see the Christ who called him. He's the one that makes things happen. When you check on mistakes, begin from yourself. Begin from where? Those are tricks of the enemy to get you. Tricks. It's part of the manipulations. 
Your leader said, don't travel. He says, I'm going somewhere. He said, don't go. Don't try to press in that you have to go. Just give that man the benefit of doubt. Give him the benefit of the doubt that, okay, I'll stay. I've shared mine with you before. Pastor Mensah, Elam's father, was my pastor back there in Nigeria. And I wanted to travel to the eastern part of Nigeria for Christmas. I was not a staff of the church. So it was holiday time. And I wasn't going to ask for money. No. I had my money to travel to the place. I went to my pastor. said, I want to travel to the east. He said, come back and see me tomorrow. Now, the moment he said, come back and see me tomorrow, I knew that the journey would not come on. I knew. I knew. It means that the thing didn't sit well with him. Not because if I went away, the church would collapse. No. So I went there the next day and looked at me and he said, my brother, don't travel. So I thanked him. And I went back straight to the church to go and do some work with excitement and with great joy. Within that same week, a message came from headquarters that I should report there for another interview to enter the ministry. We had gone for an interview of a hundred of us or so and the interview was cancelled. Now they called me alone. If I had disrespected my pastor and had gone, it's not only me that would have suffered, I would have put him in trouble because when the, the moment they called, and then he would tell them I had gone to the east for holidays. They would ask him, why did you allow him to go? A man who didn't want trouble for himself, I would now be putting him into trouble. And I would have lost that, that slot. Possibly forever. The manipulations of the enemy will make you doubt your leader. It will make you doubt the word of God. Satan will make sure that you don't receive the spirit of the word when it comes to you. And it shows you pictures of evil things that are about to happen. And that happened to this one. It happened to that one. It happened over there. So it's going to happen to you. No. When the storm arose, Jesus also did what? He arose. So you, are, you also have got to arise. At the same tempo, your, your, your distraction arose. As you sorry, you know, Jesus so sorry. Was searching as for now, Daho. Udaho. Obosamdi, who is your mood? Not you all. Nasi debi debi be ye ye. I'm going to say, I'm a day. A town for a very. Who now be very first? A town for never. One way to a town that that. You know, in his heart, you don't even exist. You are a write-off. But when they rise, you don't watch. The thing that will destroy you, 
you take care of them, you don't watch. Don't just watch it. What you don't like, don't pretend to like. What is going to rob you of your destiny, don't sit down there and be watching it. Don't talk about it. Deal with it. So there are manipulations of the enemy. There are intimidations that will bring your way to break you down so that he can get you. He sees you are rising. You are going up somewhere. Your victory is coming forth in different dimensions and he wants to make sure it takes you off. With fear. The way you are going, you may crash you. To Bwasi, to Bwasi, now predator. To Bwasi. Ha. I what's his English name? Chameleon. He said, just, just take your time. Take your time. Move slowly like a chameleon does. You eventually get there. Don't be in a rush. Yes. He said, we shall not go by flight. That flight is not just because we are hurrying. It's because there's fear also involved. I want to make it when you don't even know where you are going to. That's a different matter. You now become a victim of that, that something that the prophets call the snail spirit. The spirit of the snail. They have names. So I have one prophetic dictionary. It's a big volume. When you read that thing, all the things that you read, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. And in some of those uh, churches, with all respect to all of them, they have lists of things that they say are prophetic. When this happens to you, it means that. When you dream like this, it means that. When you did like that, it means what? It means that, that, and that one puts you in further fear. Bondage. If you dream and you see mango, why wouldn't the person see mango when there's mango everywhere? Let not the prophets here be angry with me. I'm not a prophet, I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. There are things you need to understand. You don't need to put somebody in fear to help the person. What you need to give that person encouragement in life by the word of God. And that person will now begin to see something different. Something what? Different. The entrance of the word of God gives what? Light. And brings understanding to the simple. So the word that you are giving to a person carries the spirit of God and life. And then it brightens the person's horizon and his face. And fear is taken away from that person. And he has the boldness to take the step that he must take. It's not fear. Satan is not the person you are going to fear. In natural fact, you are not on the same plane. He is not your classmate at all. He is not somebody you should waste your time talking about. We dismiss him with the word of God. We don't talk about him in fear. It's late. It's late. Don't speak. When you speak, the spirits will hear. Don't. The spirits will hear. Don't even know anything. 
You think when you when you whisper, they won't hear. Don't you whisper to your God? And the most high God hears you. Don't you think about issues and he picks the signals? Spirits are spirits. My grandmother told me, you come here, you cause trouble, you go away, and you think we don't know where you go. We know where you go. And she showed me one mirror behind the door. Say, so look at this one. One will look until we see you. That those days, I was, I was not near church at all. So don't talk about Christ yet. I believe in the might that I carried. I had understanding that demons would trouble me. I have to trouble them too. That's what I knew. I didn't know any word of God for anything. So when she said they were waiting for me to put on some more weight so that they would deal with me, I went at the two cutlass. I've told you before now. And I showed her the cutlass. I'll kill you. I'll do what? I'll kill you. I'll kill you today. Before you get there, then you'll kill me. And then she started screaming. That I was going to kill her. I, I, the threat was a serious one. Serious one. There are things they see and they know. Your joy is that you are always covered. Always what? Covered. Covered. You are sitting down there and they don't see you. It's not because you did anything. It's just that the most high God wants to show himself strong on your behalf. So they say, ah, we went there, we didn't see him. Everyone was sitting there watching you. He almost asked you what you are looking for. But if you had spoken, they would have heard. Because God has put a glass between you and them. They couldn't hear you. They couldn't see you. You don't understand the things that God does for you. If you do, you will not be afraid. I demonstrated this thing some time ago to people that I preached to. I said, if God were to open your eyes for you to see the darts and the spears and the arrows that are aimed at you, the word will say you are mad. Because you will try to dodge each one of them in the process, we will look and say, ah, that man has gone crazy. Well, you see, but they don't see. And you don't, you just don't go down and you jump, you move backwards. People are watching and say, ah, that, man, that thing don't reach that level. The madness don't reach high grade. And God wouldn't want you to be like that. So he, he keeps those things away from you. You don't see. He, did the, he does the fighting for you. You don't see those things. You don't see the arrows. When you sleep and the devil comes around you, you don't see by he that watches over you. That's not sleep, nor slumber. You don't see. Now, if you have an understanding of this, then you should know that he will not sit and watch you and let the devil eat you. You cannot be eaten by the devil. You cannot be destroyed by him. But fear has a way of distracting you. And that's what the devil does. I'll read two scriptures. And Jesus also arose. And when he arose, he didn't have to organize some feast to go and fight the storm. He spoke. What did he do? He spoke. 
He spoke. He spoke. And any time he speaks, whatever is misbehaving must come to order. Come to what? Order. And Jesus arose and rebuked the wind. He rebuked the wind. He rebuked the wind. I wish I had been around there to, to hear what he would say. That wind, you don't even have respect that I'm here and you are misbehaving. Come on! Say, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were there. I didn't know you were there. One, sham, one of the Shambach stories in those days, that Shambach, he said um, a man, it's a story he told, he, the man was full of stories to illustrate the teachings. He said, um, a man said he had received Christ. And then he had a mansion. He gave Jesus one room upstairs. Because he knew that as soon as Jesus was there, he was saved. So he gave him, he gave him a room upstairs. And then the devil came to knock on the door. Quack, 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 and then he went to open. And Satan dealt with him. And he now told Jesus, I gave you a room in my house. And you were here. Satan came and he, he, he look at what he has done to me. He said, but you are in charge of this place. He said, okay, now move from top and come down here. I'll give you two rooms. He said, I need only one. Satan came again and dealt with him. Eventually, the man said, okay, now this is the key to the house. You are the owner. I'm a tenant. When anybody knocks, I'm not going to open. You'll be the one to open. <laughs> you are coming back to your senses. And then the story says that the devil came to knock again. And Jesus opened the door. When the devil saw him, he said, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were here. I said, the next house I'm going to is the next house. Change of address. Change of destination. He saw what he never dreamt he would see. So why do you keep Jesus in your pocket? And won't allow him to stand before you. For the mountains and hills to run away. And for the rest of your life to dry up. For Jordan to part for you. Why do you keep him in your pocket somewhere? You have just locked him up. The Holy Ghost is locked up somewhere. And why do you want them to come and fight for you? Don't fight. So he said, when surrender yourself completely to him. And then when the storm comes, he will rise and do the rebuke. Completely, we are used to struggling. So, if we don't struggle, it appears we we are not working. You know, we are used to charging and come out. Also, if even if you were the only person going to take food, nobody had come, you'll still be charging. You'll be shouting. You go forward and go back. Move forward and then you retreat. And you are shouting and talking. Give way, give way, give way. You are the only person there. But we were used to that. It was joy and excitement. It was a game to us. Anybody from us, I didn't understand, but we understood what we were doing there. It was fun. That's how some of us are. Until we struggle, we have not gotten it. So when he brings that thing to you on the platter of gold, said this one, self. 
Lord, you should have waited now to see that the things you have put in me work. You should have allowed me to manifest myself. Manifest care. Do you understand where you are going to? Have you been there before? Baby, I Baby, home It was a Dimechi. Simple. He said, No. Me call my fro. Me call my fro. So you move. And then she said, Ah! Some of them say, You know. Ya bompa ye ye ya komchini radina dinikum. Do something, Lord. What do you want him to do? When you have the power to do the things that you are say, you said you are doing, you have the mind, you have the muscles. With all your academic attainments and the rest of them, you can speak the grammar, the devil won't understand. Do I need God again? It is only the simple. It's only the humble. It's only the meek that God will show his ways. May you be the one God is showing his ways to. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now let's read this one. Isaiah 66 and verse 6. Whether you like it or not, there are voices speaking every time. And the voice of the enemy is always very loud. And may sound very convincing. The sound, the sound of noise from the city. Now let me read from verse 5. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word. Your brethren who hated you. Who cast you out. For my name's sake said, let the Lord be glorified that we may see your joy, but they shall be ashamed. The sound of noise from the city, a voice from the temple, the voice of the Lord who fully repays his enemies. I consider it to be three different voices. One from the city with all its confusion and frustrations. And his appointments. One from the temple. Word that is preached without power. Lies told. Exaggerated testimonies. It's coming loud. Then the voice of the Lord. Comes from his word. It comes by revelation. It takes the voice of the, of the Lord. To bring a difference. You are hearing many voices cacophony of voices. Oh, man. These days, I go to read the things that the so-called prophets are seeing. And pastors and the rest of them are seeing concerning the elections that will be coming up on the 7th. They speak something today. The following week, they change it to say something else. That the Lord has spoken to me. I have received fresh insight from the Lord. Fresh revelation. Who hired you? Who engaged you? Who are you trying to please? Must you go in for cheap popularity so the world will know that you are also there in the city? You are finished already. 
finished. You read some things and you'll be shocked. If those things are real, then we have a problem. Huge problem. A man of God must you identify with a running mate or with a party to become who God has ordained you to be? Is it that one is going to make you great? I know who I vote for. I know. I can change my mind anytime if the person misbehaves. I change my mind. That vote is my vote. The thumb is my own thumb. You don't bribe me. I'm not a child again. Thank God I'm old by age and I'm old in the Lord. Do I have to go and say things so that people will know that I'm, I'm anointed? To me, many of them are infants. What is important here is for us to make sure by prayer and communication with the Lord that there is peace in this land. That the right person will not be robbed. That is what we should be talking about. That we won't sit down and watch and the devil will not put somebody God has not put there. And we want to pray and say, Lord, there is peace in this land. North, south, east, and west. And the fermenters of trouble will be driven away far from here. And people who may want to be cloud, send evil clouds around. Don't you know you are going to write exams and God has programmed you are going to pass. And Satan brings one accident on the way. You may not be wounded, but you'll be delayed. You go to exam while you are disorganized. Can you give in your best? No. That's why we cannot watch. One word of prayer, just one, say one thing to God and trust him to do it. That's what must be done. Interceding for the nation, not making wild and now they are fighting among themselves. Fighting. I'm the number one prophet. You are not number one, I'm the one. I saw it first before you came to see. Nonsense. And they want us to go on that kind of wild goose chase with them. No. If God even should show me who is winning, I won't talk. I won't say anything. It's not important. This altar is not meant for politics. If I want to tease you, when I meet you, I say, I will tease you. When I know where you, where you belong, I will tease you. I may say things you don't like to tease you. But now men have left their pulpits. And all they are doing is looking for money from, from men of God. Because they don't know where they stand. When you give them prophecy, they bring you money. And to encourage you to prophesy more. So as people read, they get convinced that you are winning. And now they have a partner. Pose. What do they call that one? What is, the, what, what is the name of that one? People who conduct uh, po- what? Uh, we interviewed 2,000 people. And uh, this one has 51%. This one has this one. Have you gone to my village? 
Do you, you think all the all these villages and the rest they know anything about, about what you are talking about? What they know is what they know. You organize one post now, now you say the thing has changed. Hey! The thing has changed, and your integrity is at stake. Friends, all these are manipulations. You love your country? Pray for the peace of this nation. In the peace of the nation, you also enjoy peace. And you enjoy progress. Pray for the peace of this nation. Pray that the one that God wants to be, should be. And when the person comes, don't stop praying. Pray for that person to do right. To do what? Right. Hallelujah. The manipulations of the enemy can come from any corner. Sometimes from people you trust so much. People you do what? You trust. Because they, they, they lower their guard, the enemy takes them on a journey. And they come to talk to you. And if you are a man of fear, you also lose your guard and be misled. Who are you? Where do you belong? Where are you going? Are you confident that you will get to where you are going? Who is with you? If you know the person who is with you and you know that he will take you to the end of the journey, why are you afraid? Can anybody come and change my name? Yes, come. I prophesy to you. You are no longer Isaiah. Your name is Wilberforce. I will force you. <laughs> you are no longer Isaiah. You are Wilberforce. Wilberforce in Fum. And then I will now come and, hey, 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 Pastor Dave, I met one man. He, he, he said, uh, I'm no longer Isaiah. I'm Wilberforce. Pastor, let's stand together in faith and pray concerning. I've never seen this kind of thing before. And then you go to sleep and you, you dream. And somebody, hey, but I'm over first. But I'm over first. The man has sowed a seed in your spirit. Now your mind here. And so now you are beginning to hear Weber Force. Weber Force. Weber Force. So when they call Isaiah, you don't respond. You have gone off your destiny. May the Lord be a deliverance unto every one of us. In the name of Jesus. I didn't say it should be a deliverer. I said it should be a deliverance unto us. I know what I'm talking about. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. No one person in this place shall be a victim of the devil. We are going to the end of the year. We will see the year. We will see the year ahead. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because the one that watches over us, he does not sleep, nor slumbers. The spirit of fear is broken today in the name of Jesus. You stand in faith. When you hear an evil voice, you will dismiss that voice because you know the voice of your father. May your ear be open to hear your father when he speaks. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will not be misled. Finally, brethren, Isaiah, sorry, Psalm 29, verse 1 to 11, the gist of it is this. 
So the voice of the Lord is powerful. Is what? I wish we had more time to go through that one. But you read alone. The voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord, even upon many waters, it must be heard. There could be turbulence, but the voice of the Lord. What has God said concerning your life? What has he said about your destiny? He says, you are mine and you show forth my praise. He said, I will give, I will give people for your life. I will give people. In the midst of challenges, it's our sacrifice others for you to be free. So as you bear my testimony wherever you go. The voice of the Lord. He said, the lion has roared, who will not be afraid. When he speaks, it's like a, the voice of the lion head. Everybody will be afraid. And he's the one who speaks concerning you. Your enemy should be afraid of you. From today, when the enemy rises, you will rise. And when you rise, you will speak. And when you speak, according to scriptures, in, 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 in Proverbs, uh, Psalm chapter 18, chapter 18, I think verse 44 and 45, when you speak, the enemies will be terrified and they will run out of their hiding places. Don't keep quiet. Keep on speaking. Speak to your day. Speak to the year. Speak that this year will end well for you. Say the next year is going to be more glorious for you. Let it be that you are going from strength to strength. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Don't let anybody's voice put you down. You cannot be put down. In the name of Jesus. Now lift up your voice and let's talk to the Lord briefly. And you begin to speak into your life. Begin to speak into your family. Begin to speak into your business. Begin to speak. Everywhere you go, wherever you turn, the glory of the Lord will show forth. Every voice, every voice that seeks to intimidate you, you are calling that voice a lie. Lift up your voice and speak. Lift up your voice and speak. Speak with authority. Speak with authority. Speak with authority. Silence every voice that is against you and against your success and against your progress. Silence every voice that is speaking death and destruction. Silence them. When the wind arose, Jesus arose and he spoke. Rebuking the wind, commanding the sea to be still, and they had to respond. As you speak, you see results. As you speak, you see results. As you speak, you see results. In the name of Jesus, as you speak, you will see results. In the name of Jesus, as you speak, you will see results. In the name of Jesus. Speak concerning your health. Decree that you are of sound health. And nothing of the enemy will be seen upon your life. You are sound. You are healthy. You are bouncing. You are going from strength to strength. Speak. And see results. 
In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I like you to just turn to the left, those of you here, to the left, those of you here, that way, all of you at the back there, you are going to speak into Ghana. Pronounce peace upon this nation. From the east to the west, the north to the south. All the villages and the hamlets and the farmlands, wherever people are, peace. In the name of Jesus, peace. In the name of Jesus, peace. In the rank and file of the people in this nation, the security forces, peace. Wherever men are, peace. Over the ocean, peace. To the air, peace. Speak to the land, peace. There shall be no destruction. There shall be no war. There shall be no upheavals. Peace. Everywhere. We are going to the elections with peace. We will cast our votes with peace. And we shall depart from there with peace. And then in peace we will have the results. And in peace we will enjoy the results. Peace be upon the nation Ghana. Peace be upon the nation Ghana. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus mighty name. And then finally. Put your hand upon your forehead. And speak peace to your mind. Speak peace to your mind. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your mind be engaged by the enemy. Whatever stronghold the enemy has in your mind. You are dethroning that stronghold. Whatever Satan has spoken to you. And you have been thinking about. He said you are a failure and you are thinking about it. He said you cannot succeed. You are thinking about it. He said your marriage has collapsed already. You are thinking about it. He has said some things to you. Whatever I heard. Whatever was spoken, whatever I see, and it's still haunting me in my mind. I dethrone that thing by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus Christ. I decree peace in the name of Jesus. My mind is at rest. My mind is at rest. My mind is seeing positive things. My mind is seeing the glory of God. I set my mind free from every manipulation of the devil. In the name of Jesus, I cannot fail. I will not bury my own. I am seeing the end of the year and I'm going beyond it. I will travel and I shall return. My family members will travel, they shall return. Disabuse your mind on anything the enemy has put there. In the name of Jesus. And so Father we thank you. Today. Any demonic manipulation. And intimidation. 
has been laid to rest. But we behold your glory. And we encounter you in the realms of your power. We thank you for the peace that you have given to us. Our households, our relations, our families, our nation, wherever we are, our various communities, we thank you for the peace that we enjoy. We give you praise, O Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Put your hands together unto Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God.